It's a privilege to be online with you today. During the month of October, our Church in Action theme is Purpose to Pray. Praying is one of the best strategies that we have as Christians. And our text is Galatians chapter 5 and verse 25. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. A more literal translation from the Greek is, let us walk in step with the Spirit. And last week, Pastor Sheridan was talking to us about like being in a band, like a drum major. And when the drum major says, go to the left, we go to the left. And when, when he says, go to the right, we go to the right. And it's a picture of what we can do as Christians when we're walking in step with the Spirit together. In Galatians, Paul is talking about the human battle that we're in and that every person is in a fight for good or for evil. And he talks in Galatians 5 about the fruit of the Spirit. He talks about fruit that comes from being led by the Spirit. Joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and humility and gentleness and self-control. And the choice is about freedom or it's about bondage. Um, I used to be an orchardist, so I understand the importance of good fruit. And it's really important in our lives that there's a good fruit of the Spirit. What we're not saying in this month of Church in Action is that good works in the community aren't important. But what we really want people to do is to really ask Holy Spirit, what is it that I can be part of that will really convey something of God's love for those in my world? And something that God's been speaking to us about is being purposed to pray for the one. So I'd love to unpack that a little bit with you today. Holy Spirit will bring people to mind when you ask. There are people in my immediate family that I'm praying for. I'm praying for our daughter Kat because she's on a journey of, to faith and we want to see her come to know Christ. I'm also praying for my cousin Catherine. She had a stroke when she was on holiday in Greece and it left her paralyzed on her right side and unable to speak. So I'm praying for her. I'm praying for her husband and I'm praying for her two adult children. Sometimes I walk into a room and Holy Spirit might highlight someone, someone that I can pray for, or I'm walking down the street. Maybe I can share part of my story. Maybe I could do something practically to help that person. It's all part of being purposed to pray for the one. So how is it that we pray in step with the Spirit? I've been fascinated by Jesus' instruction to the disciples in Matthew chapter 6, where he talks about the Lord's Prayer. So I want us today just to have a look at the Lord's Prayer and think about what are some of the principles that we can use to help us to pray in step with the Spirit. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9, he says, Remember who God is. And he teaches the disciples to pray, Our Father in heaven, may your name be holy. It's interesting, the Bible never sets out to prove that God exists. From Genesis to Revelation, God's story of creation is unfolded of an eternal and all-powerful God. And it's not our job to bring salvation to the one who we're praying for, that Holy Spirit's highlighting. Whenever we're in step with the Holy Spirit, God's redeeming grace is at work. Many of you listening today will be parents, and you know what it is for a parent to sacrifice for their children. In Aotearoa, New Zealand today, there are some parents who will go without a meal so that their whānau can be fed. How much more does a loving Heavenly Father love us and reach out towards us? And I want to remind us today that there's no person who is outside the reach of God's love. God loves to take what is lost and hurt and broken and condemned and to bring restoration and healing to people's lives. Pray with faith in what God can do, not what you can see. So the first thought today is, 
remember who God is. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. The second thought I want to leave us with today is trust that God sees the big picture. That's Matthew chapter 6 and verse 10. And Jesus taught his disciples to pray, May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You might remember the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis. Joseph was hated by his brothers because he was the favorite son, and so his brothers sold him into slavery. But God hadn't forgotten about Joseph, and God hasn't forgotten about you either. Just keep in step with the Spirit by obedient, by being obedient to praying for the person that Holy Spirit has placed on your heart in the season that you're in. For Joseph, it gets worse before it gets better. He's falsely accused of rape and thrown into prison, and the person that's supposed to testify on his behalf never does, just forgets about him. But God makes a way for him to interpret the Egyptian Pharaoh's dream, and then Joseph is placed in a place of influence where he can save his family in a time of, fa of famine. We pray and step with the Spirit when we trust that God will make a way in the circumstances when they look overwhelming, and it looks as though the person that we're praying for is further away from God than when they first started. Walking in step with the Spirit means keeping our eyes in God's picture, that his creation will be restored and humanity will again walk in relationship with God. And I felt today that God's saying to us prophetically, but God, we're in COVID-19 lockdown, but God, what will the new normal be? But God, how can we expand God's kingdom if we can't even meet together in one place physically? But God. And so I want to encourage you, trust that God sees the big picture. Remember, may your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The next thought I wanted to share with you is that we're blessed to be a blessing. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 11, Give us today the food that we need. Walking in step with the Spirit means that we're praying for the one. We understand that we're God's provision for that person. God established a covenant, a binding agreement with Abraham in Genesis 12. And he said that through his family, all the nations of the world would be blessed and restored to a relationship with God. God's provision is never just for us, but it's for others. So who are we God's provision for? What does that look like when we're praying for the one? My wife, Gillian, recently at work, uh, gave away a bike to one of her work colleagues. And it's our prayer that as she uses that bike, she would see something of God's love for her reflected through us. We pray in step with the, with the Spirit when we declare God's generosity over the person we're praying for. What does it look like for you to receive the blessing that God has for you this week? Remember, God doesn't ask you to give what God has not placed in your hand. So what has God placed in your hand that as you share it, that one that you're praying for would see something of the love of God for them? So we're blessed to be a blessing. Give us today our daily food. The next thought I wanted to share with us is that we can forgive because we're forgiven. Jesus taught his disciples in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 12, and forgive us our sins as we're forgiven those who sin against us. The number one problem in our society is poor mental health, and that's often linked to anxiety. Many people are anxious because they're unable to forgive themselves 
and they're unable to forgive others. The cancer of unforgiveness eats away at them and it affects them mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually. You can pray for the one that they would receive a revelation of their Heavenly Father's love and forgiveness for them. Don't underestimate the power of praying that they would have a revelation of their Heavenly Father's love and forgiveness. Praying in step with the Spirit means that we can, that those who are captive to unforgiveness are set free. I spoke to an Air Force chaplain recently and he was telling me about something they call moral injury. And it happens often to men and women who are serving overseas and they see some kind of um, atrocity happen that they feel responsible for but they're powerless to do anything about and they come traumatized by that experience. And this Air Force chaplain was saying as they learn to forgive themselves and to forgive others, they themselves are set free. And that is the power of forgiveness. Holy Spirit will bring to mind what you're praying for that one person and give you insight about the area of their lives where they need to experience God's forgiveness. We can forgive because we ourselves have been forgiven. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. The next point I wanted to share is that we understand that freedom is not an absence of boundaries. Jesus taught his disciples in Mark, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 13, and don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Freedom is not the result. Freedom, freedom is not freedom if it results in someone else's bondage. A river without banks is just a stagnant swamp that is devoid of life. To get the best out of life, it takes discipline, courage, and sacrifice. We see that, don't we? Even every time our New Zealand sportswomen and sportsmen take to the field, we see discipline, courage, and sacrifice, and just what that can produce. Walking in step with Holy Spirit means that we're obedient to the voice of the Spirit about what is good for us. Instead of seeing how close to the edge we can get before we fall off the cliff, we keep within the guardrails that God has placed for our lives. You may have heard the analogy that it's better to have the ambulance at the top of the cliff or a fence at the top of the cliff rather than the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. Why? Because God wants us to enjoy life and life in all of its fullness. Praying for the one means that out of relationship, we have the opportunity to keep in step with Holy Spirit by confronting destructive habit patterns in another person's life. Ask a question rather than a statement. You might ask, are you living your best life right now? So we understand that freedom is not an absence of boundaries. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So five things that we've talked about this morning. Firstly, remember who God is. God created the heavens and the earth for the person that you're praying for. Trust that God sees the big picture. God can work all things together for good for the one that we're praying for, even if things seem to get worse before they get better. Remember that you're blessed to be a blessing. What is it that God has placed in your hand that as you share it will be an expression of God's love for that other person? Remember that we can forgive because we ourselves have been forgiven. 
Sometimes the hardest person to forgive is ourselves. But forgiveness must be a reality in our lives before we can share forgiveness with others. And understand that freedom is not an absence of boundaries. What does the best life look like for that other person that you're praying for? I'd like us to think about where we are on our journey with God today. Every one of us is going, taking a step closer to God or further away from God. So I want to encourage you today just to think about where you are on that journey. And I'd love to lead you in a prayer that will just help you to take steps towards God rather than away from God. And the other thing I wanted to share with you today is I really felt that phrase was important for people online today. But God. What are you facing in your world where you need to see about God? Maybe there's a situation that is overwhelming, but God. Maybe it's hard in your family or extended whanau right now, but God. Maybe there are financial challenges, but God. Maybe there's areas of concern about your health, but God. I want to encourage you to take hold of that. So as we pray, let's believe for something supernatural in that area, but God for you. Let's pray together. Lord, I pray for each of us on our journey of faith. Lord, today we would move towards you rather than away from you. I pray, Holy Spirit, for a fresh revelation of your amazing love and amazing grace for each one of us. Thank you, Lord, that we're created in your image. Thank you that we're created for relationship with you. Thank you, Lord, that you have a plan and purpose for each one of us. So Lord, wherever we are on that journey of faith today, I pray that we would take steps towards you rather than away from you. And Lord, I pray that you help us to walk in step with Holy Spirit, to pray for those individuals that you're bringing into our lives. Maybe they're part of our family, extended family. Maybe they'll just be people that we run into during the course of a week. Lord, that we might be part of their answer. And Lord, help us to reveal something of your love for them through the generosity that you've given us to share. Lord, I pray for those that need a but God moment today. Holy Spirit, we pray for encouragement for them. I pray, Lord, that you'd give them maybe a scripture that they read out of the Bible today that would encourage them, that someone would send them a text to encourage them. Maybe it would be a song. Maybe it would be something from creation that just reminds them that you're in their world and you're able to make a way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing this time online, and we'd love to hear from you. So please be in touch. God bless.